1: Good afternoon. I'm glad you decided to tune in to the Jones Educational Podcast today, where being a good steward with your money is how you win when it just seems like you are losing. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jones Education and on Twitter at Jones Education. Under the My Retirement Exit series today, we will look at I can't believe I just sold all of my retirement folio on fear, and now I have to start all over. As always, we will end the show with a homework assignment that will help you win when it seems like you are losing. This podcast is brought to you by MyRetirementExit.com, home of the Retirement Readiness Report Card. Classes in session. All right, like, Thank you again for joining me here on the podcast, uh, Jenny Jones Educational Podcast. We are on the My Retirement Exit Series. As you know, I cover a substantial amount of topics because I'm just versed in a lot of areas and I want to help a lot of people in a short amount of time. Um, under this Retirement Exit Series today, I want to talk about, I can't believe I just sold all of my retirement portfolio on fear and now i have to start all over now you know when i when i first woke up yesterday um i saw all these fears going on and um you know i was trying to grab a head you know i was trying to just wrap my head around it and I started seeing all this activity in the stock market and, you know, I posted on my LinkedIn page to say, listen, you should only be concerned if you're a day trader. Right. And most of my listeners are, you know, working class. They're working, trying to put a portfolio together and um, they're not day traders. They're not sitting at home every day trading stock. It's not what they do. And I think we end up having an identity crisis when we see the stock market moving and you see all these headlines and people want you to click on their links and say hey click on my link look at my link here click on my link right and they're asking you to click on their links because they have information about the market well you as a worker on your way to retirement you stress out and you click on it now the last thing you need with all this things going on about the virus and the And all those uh, unknowns that are happening, you know, this is closure, uh, avoiding closure for large um, bodies of people. Right. This is being canceled. That's being canceled. Hey, those are real fears. Right. You should be concerned, but not overly concerned where it's causing you to start hoarding and products. And, um, you know, there's lines wrapped around the wall at Costco. Now, I mean, if you know, if you're a day trader, first thing you're doing is you're saying, Hey, I will purchase consumer staples. Right. And so those of you who follow me and, and have read some of my books and seen some of my blogs, I explain how there's a big fundamental difference in stocks, right? You have consumer staples, which people have to have, right? Hey, you got to have deodorant, toilet paper, um, in this instance, uh, in this instance, you got to have uh, Kleenex wipes and disinfectant wipes. But the moral of that is there's consumer staples, deodorant, toilet paper, so on and so forth. But there's also consumer cyclicals, right? Uh, your, your cruise lines, they, they go and they rise and fall with the economic cycle. If the economic cycle is doing good, you'll have uh, good returns for, you know, your, your travel lines, they do well in the summer. And if the economy is doing well, they follow a cyclical cycle. We'll call those consumer cycles, but we will also call, Oh, we'll call those consumer cyclicals, but we'll also call consumer staples just that things you got to have. So right now um, we're in this panic mode and I just don't, I think it's a little bit out you know, I think it's just a little bit going on too much. And the last thing you want to do is start messing around with your retirement portfolio. Okay. So let me give you three things. I will not hold you long today, but I just kind of wanted to be the voice of reason in this time of, of, uh, uncertainty, right? Being in this area of of finance for over twenty years, watching retirement folios go up and go down, watching clients call me and says, "Hey, sell everything." I'm like, "You sure?" I mean, sell every. I mean, everything we're selling. I'm like, "Yeah, sell everything." I'm like, "Why?" You know, what's your rationale? There's like, well, um, you know, uh, the stock market's falling, so I don't want to lose my money. I'm like, really, All right? So let me give you three uh, fundamental points, and again, um, I'm not gonna hold you long. Um, just wanted to get some things out there and wanted to give you these three points. Okay. So I, I wake up today and the stock markets back up, right? So I, the immediately, the first thing I did is said, you know what, let me, um, get back to my listeners. Let me give them something they can go on. Let me give them some good gas because now we're moved into a period of uncertainty and I will make two things clear to you before I get into my points. I'll make two things very, very clear to you. And I learned this as a young investor. I just got my stockbroker's license. This was way, way, way back ancient. I don't even want to date myself. But I had an old seasoned investor tell me, he says, hey, I've been at this for 25, 30 years. I never knew I'd even be in a business 20 years. Uh, But once you kind of get into this business, you're kind of into it and it becomes your life. And I'll never forget he told me this. He says, listen, stock market is going to go up. It's going to go down. And he said, why? He said, it's driven by fear and greed. He said, that's it. He said, the stock market works off those two elements. I was like, really? I mean, that's it. And I never really understood what he was saying back then. He said, it's driven off of fear and greed. After a period of time being in the markets, for a while, he turned out to be right. That piece of sage advice. And I want to pass on to you, my listeners. The market is driven by fear and greed, right? What happened yesterday, we had one of the um, the biggest sell offs, I think, in about 12 years um, because we've been on a nice bull run bull charging up. You know, the market's going up bear. If a, market, if a bear is chasing you, you're normally running downhill, right? So It's just my analogy of, of how you remember a bull in a bear market. Hey, what's a bull market? It's charging up. It's going up. A bull comes at you. They're charging up. All right. And a bear, if you're running from a bear in the woods, you're really usually running downhill. So a bear market is down. So we've had a pretty good bull run for the last, I don't know, 10, almost going on 11 years. It's been un unprecedented right we're in um, record territory right and what I want to share with you is on this large run right we have this fear of all this uh, virus coming out then fear sets in right you say hey there's another case discovered in Montana hey there's another case discovered in a small town of, you know, Wichita Falls somewhere, you know, you're like, oh my God, they found another case. And then relative to how many human beings are on this earth, you're like, ah, yeah, that, you know, that's isolated, could be isolated. But anyway, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just letting you know that when you start tying that to the market, there's fear built into there. So most people went to their laptops yesterday or their desktops, and they logged into their retirement plans and they just started selling. They started selling. And that takes me to my first point. The first point is sophisticated investors always make money. They always make money. And it is my job to educate you on not to lose money and to make a little bit and to be able to be a participant in the market. But what you need to know is sophisticated. Investors always make money. And here's what the average listener may or may not know. That investors, sophisticated investors, even day traders can make money on a good market and a bad market. You, my friends, my listeners, my pre-retirees, people are on their path trying to get to their retirement exit. You really only make money with the market going up. But sophisticated investors, what we do as traders, we can make money on the down market as well. And that's what you need to understand. So when you're seeing a large sell offs, if I'm a sophisticated investor, if I'm seeing large sell offs. I'm positioning myself to take advantage of that. Or if I anticipate fear is coming, I'm buying. I'm I'm what they call shorting the market, meaning I'm betting against the market. So if the market's going up, I'm betting that it'll go down. And the people made a ton of money over the last week or so with the market going down because they they knew the fears were doing that. And they what we used to do in school and and, uh, our our used to tell us they watch odd lot buying and selling, meaning that if someone's selling four thousand three hundred and twenty five shares of this, that's an odd lot. It's not. 5000 shares, 10000 shares, 20000 shares. It's 4223000 shares. That's an odd lot. If I see a lot of odd lot activity, then I'm I'm actually going to start trying to short the market because that means the average consumer, the average retiree is dumping most of their positions. Now, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but Let me take you to our first break and uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Thank you for joining me back here. The Jones Educational Podcast. We're on the My Retirement Exit series today and we're talking about, you know, I woke up and I can't believe I just sold all my retirement portfolio on fear. And now I have to start all over. Right. And I think before we left, I gave you the first point I wanted to give to you was sophisticated investors always make money. They make money in both an up market and they make money in down markets, right? Now, one thing you need to know and like I was telling you, you could wake up uh the next day like I did, the market was down tremendously uh yesterday, I wake up today it's back up. What a surprise. I'm not surprised. The only way I would be concerned and I think I shared this with you in my opening. The only way I would really be concerned, the only way I would lose sleep on my retirement portfolio is if, um, you know, if I'm a day trader, right? If I'm a day trader, yeah, I'd be concerned. But if I have a retirement portfolio that already has to fight against fees, right? I can't afford to be selling out of my positions, right? I can't afford to be putting all my money into cash, why? If you put all your money into cash, the dollar is already um, the bonds are already low. The dollars are at a low rate the returns on our bonds right now are pretty low. So if you sold all your positions, you got into something that's earning less than uh, inflation. So if three if three percent or two point seven percent is our average inflation rate on an annual basis, you just moved all of your money to cash. which is probably playing less than 1%. You basically lost, you lost twice because you got out of your positions you were in already and you got into cash, which cash, you can't even beat inflation right now with cash, right? So if you moved all your money to cash, you can't beat inflation, definitely long-term, right? So, oh, I, I saved all my money, I saved my portfolio. Yeah, well, you saved it for 24 hours in your thoughts. Now, to those of you out there who are saying, hey, I've been burned before. Uh, I just didn't want to get caught again. Yeah, that would be your fear if you're going to retire in six months or that would be your fear. You're going to retire in three months. Right. And, you know, I talk about that in my book, the five retirement mistakes. And I talk about some of the things you need to be doing on your way to retirement. And I talk about that's found on Amazon. And I actually, one of those things is, hey, if you're five years out, part of the five year plan, five year out, you need to be starting to adjust anyway, right? You need to be moving to more uh, investments. That's going to give you a return no matter what the market does. And I talk, I had a webinar and I think I'll introduce that webinar to you guys, to this listener. I've I've had another, most of the Facebook, um, my Facebook followers know about the webinar I have been promoting and I just did a workshop on it. Um, Let me give you the name of that webinar right after we come after this last break. All right. Thank you for joining me back here on the, my retirement exit series under the Jones educational podcast. And we had already talked about, Uh, First point of having sophisticated investors always make money in both um, up markets and down markets. And I was going to get to my second point, but I wanted to tell you about the uh, the webinar that I have that I've been doing. And I've actually been doing a tour. It's called the um, the tour that I've been doing is retirement can still happen tour. And what I do is I break down some of the elements and some of the fundamental pieces that you need to have your portfolio in. And that's available for free replay at um, at retirement can still happen dot com. Again, that's www.retirement can still dot com. Top right corner. You can register for that webinar. I guarantee you, once you go through that webinar, you will see the fundamental pieces that I talk about, because if you're in a sweet spot and you have the sweet spot in your portfolio what you do is you you get it you take advantage of both worlds you take advantage of the market when it goes down and the market when it goes up you stay pat and that's my second point the second point i wanted to make to you is if you have good horses at good prices never get off right that is my fundamental rule we talk about here um at my retirement exit and i do when i'm managing portfolios at the jones stewardship group We have good horses at good prices. We will not get off. Let me give you an example. Let me give you the best and the quickest example, because again, I did not want this podcast to be long, but I wanted to make sure I I touched my audience and try to give them a little something to get through this period of uncertainty. Having good horses at good prices. So if I buy one mutual fund, I don't know, I'm not going to throw out any names. Um, I like buying from... um, uh, many different fund families, I will use one, in example, uh, American funds, right? And so if American funds have one good horse or the growth fund of America, we'll call it that. So under their family of funds, under the American funds, family of funds, they may have one mutual fund called the growth fund of America. Well, you can think about it. It's telling you right there, it's the growth fund. So it's going to be looking for a lot of growth companies and they're going to obviously be in America. And we talk about that. I think I have a something else that I talk about that in, but so basically what's happening is they're looking for a lot of growth companies in uh, America. So let's say I bought their mutual fund at, I don't know, 25 bucks, right? And say I bought it maybe five years ago at 25 bucks. So if I bought it at 25 bucks, the more I invest in it or the more my peers invest in it, it is a mutual fund. We're mutually buying these shares and two years later it's at 35 bucks bought it at 25 the actual cost to get into it now two years later is 35 bucks my original shares that i bought was at 25 i'm up 10 dollars, just in value alone i'm not even talking about how much dividends it's paying me or it's paid me over the last two years but now it's the value the value is now at um The value now is at a at a ten dollar increase. I've made money off the dividends underneath the bottom and I've made money um, during the bottom as well. So I still make growth funds as well. So now what happens is now what happens is I now do that. And guess what else happened? And of course, like I was saying You know, if we go back and we bought it at 25, now it's at 35. We're already at better positions than what we started out with. So let's say we're, it's in our retirement plan and we've had it for, I don't know, 10 years. Right. And we bought it at 25. Now it's at 65. Right. We're up 40 some odd points just in value alone. And we're getting dividends underneath the bottom at the same time. Let me tell you what just happened when you went to bed last night and you sold all of your positions. It's almost next to impossible that you'll be able to get back in at that price, that twenty five dollar price. Right. If you had a good horse, you ride it, you ride it to the end, you ride it to the wheels fall off. Right. That's my second point. If you have good horses at good prices, you never get off, especially in a retirement plan. The thing about retirement plans and what people fail to realize, and I'm not going to hold that against you because I didn't know this early on when I, until I got into this business, when I was just an IT manager um, back in the tech industry, back working for at and I didn't have any knowledge of 401ks, and even before I got into this industry, listen, the, you you can't get in at that price anymore, right? And so if you sold everything and you had an original position and original price at twenty five dollars, it went up to sixty five dollars a share. Now you have an overnight um drop the the mutual fund is not going to drop right the mutual fund is not going to drop uh forty some odd points the overall market may drop 40 some odd points or 500 points or 2000 points, but your individual mutual fund is not going to drop 40 points overnight. It's just, that's hard to do because it's a mutual fund. And it takes me to my last point. And the reason why it's difficult for your mutual fund to drop that many um, points in one day. And my last point, as we close it out, The only, the only feel, the only fear you should have in your portfolio, your retirement portfolio is if you own individual stocks, right? My last point is the only, only time you should have true fear in your retirement portfolio is if you own individual stocks. Why? Because individual stocks, yeah, you can get slaughtered with individual stocks, right? But most people, most sophisticated investors, they have what's called stop losses, they put in stop losses if they have individual stocks. So meaning that, hey, I bought a stock at fifty dollars, the stock is up to a hundred dollars. Now, the most I will take on my losses is maybe $75. Right? So I'll once I buy my I'll buy my stocks and I'll say, hey, listen, sell out of my position automatically, no questions asked, if this stock drops to $75. Again, bought it for 50, went to 100. I want to lock in at least that much in uh, growth and that much in earnings. So I'll put what's called a stop loss in. The stop loss will protect my downside. I'm not going to drop back all the way down to 50 and lose everything that I put in. So I already have my order. My order is already placed. Um, I'm a sophisticated investor. Listen, I don't want to lose no more than 75 $75. That way I at least made 25 off of this thing, right? That's what sophisticated investors do. You as the retiree should not be concerned with that because you're in the mutual funds, right? Mutual funds are mutual, mutually owned. You own maybe each individual mutual fund on an average owns about 150 to 200 companies. It's like, wow, so I never knew knew that. Yeah, well, each mutual fund owns about 200 companies. That means all 200 companies would have to go belly up or out of business at the same time in order for you to really, really get it handed to you in the market. So you should not be concerned with the overnight or these fears going on. Now, what you should do, it could be a good opportunity. It could be a good buying opportunity because there are some that are gonna drop and you just get on them. But I think have, being on a good horse Having your portfolio set up, being on a good horse, you ride it until the wheels fall off. Now, figuring out what's a good horse, what's not a good horse. Again, those are things that we do over at the Jones Stewardship Group. Um, there's many ways to uh, get involved with uh, myself or my investment firm for us to do a, a portfolio evaluation for you um, to know if you're on good horses, Right. We have partnerships with a couple of companies out here in California. Um, so just do some research, look me up, uh, jones stewardship groupcom or MyRetirementExit.com. You could find me if you if you want to get a portfolio review. Hey, look at my portfolio, see how my horses look. Then that's something we can do for you as well. So I just wanted to give you that. Let's go back over our three points again. Sophisticated investors. Point one: sophisticated investors. Always make money in both up markets and down markets. Don't trick yourself. Right. Point number two, if you have good horses at good prices, never get off. Right. And point number three. Only have true fear in your retirement portfolio if you own individual stocks. Right. And if you own individual stocks, then you kind of know what you're doing. Right. And you'd already put in your stop losses for that. And then we talk about why each mutual fund has 200 companies and I would have to go belly up in a truly diversified portfolio, retirement portfolio. You probably own, if it's truly diversified, no overlap, you probably own about 250 to 300 companies, period, right? We'd have to have a Armageddon type situation where you just really just get it handed to you. Okay. So I just wanted to give that to you on today. Alright? Now, thank you for joining me here on the Jenny Jones Educational Podcast for being a good steward with your money. It's how you win when it seems like you are losing. I want to ask more questions about this podcast and more on Facebook? And join us at facebook.com slash my retirement exit. Please don't forget to pick up my book at Amazon, How I Avoided the Five Most Critical Retirement Stakes at its reduced price of $3.99. Your homework assignment will be to register for my next webinar at happen.com. Until next time, class is dismissed.